It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast for 2023, available every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple, and of course, wherever you get your podcast from. Well, it's a Wednesday morning already. We are away to a flying week on this 22nd day of February for 2023, and I hope your week is is going well. Coming up this morning, we are talking to Marie Kilroy from Biz Oxford Economics, where she is a senior economist. And good morning, Marie. Welcome to the Real Estate Breakfast this morning. Good morning, Craig. Thank you for having me. Great to have you on. And these times of uncertainty that we live in, how busy are you right now just trying to make sense of everything that's going on in 2023? Yes, very busy. I would say that uncertainty is good for a forecaster. People like to know what's going to be happening in the future. This is probably good for our business. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. I guess you've got to justify the means of being an economist, right? So the more uncertainty there is in the economy, uh, more workload that you've got. Exactly. And we're going to be having a look at the property market prices falling because when things fall, they do eventually go back up again. Yes, it's a cycle, like the business cycle. They don't continue to fall. They'll hit a, a trough and homeowners and mortgage holders will see growth return. All right, well, you wait there, Marie. We'll come back to you in just a moment on the Real Estate Breakfast this morning. We talk with leading property commentators with analysis, predictions, forecasts and what's trending every morning from 6.30. And it's time for another 30-second property tip. This time we are going to Western Australia to catch up with Kyle in Albany. Good morning, Kyle. What have you got for us this morning? Yeah, good morning, Craig. I suppose for buyers, my tip would be just be as honest as you possibly can with your agent and to be as prepared as you possibly can. If you are looking for a property and you want to secure a fantastic property with the demand being so high and the stock levels being so low at the moment, particularly here in Albany, you know, you want to make sure that you've got your finance pre-approved, you've had a look at the marketplace, you know what you're looking for. And if you're discussing your needs and wants with an agent, just be be honest, you, you know, be honest with your budget, be honest with what you're looking for, because the more information that we can get, the better off they'll be. It's your real estate podcast for breakfast. It never ceases to amaze me at just how original people like to build new homes or even when it comes to renovating. But then there are the extreme cases like the Mushroom House in Ohio in the US, of course, designed to resemble a giant mushroom. It's made of concrete, steel and glass, though. It's a one of a kind. And then you've got the upside down house in Germany, with the furniture attached to the ceiling and the floor becoming the new roof. And of course, visitors from all over the world come to have a look at it. And they also come to have a look at the cube houses in Rotterdam in the Netherlands with each house stacked on top of each other at 45 degree angles. It's a modern and innovative take on traditional housing. Well, I guess that is one word for it. But if you've been having some resistance from your partner about some sort of modern idea, 
then just mention one of those and you might get some clearance. All right, if you're celebrating your birthday today for the 22nd of February, happy birthday to you. You are sharing it with James Blunt, the singer. He's turning 48. Kyle McLaughlin, the American actor. If you are old enough to remember Twin Peaks, you will remember him as Dale Cooper. He's celebrating his 63rd birthday today. Drew Barrymore from E.T. Well, she's not a little girl anymore. She's now 47 years of age. And Julie Walters, the English actor who played the mum to Billy Elliot. Now, Billy Elliot was released 23 years ago, back in 2000. And Julie Walters is turning 72. It's the main centre forecast. All right, let's check on your weather today for Wednesday. And Sydney expecting a few showers with a high of 24 degrees. If you're in Melbourne, good morning to you. Expecting fine and sunny conditions with 29. Brisbane, maybe one or two showers. The temperature of 30 degrees. And in Perth, the temperature a little bit uh, cooler, just uh, 29 with a little bit of a southerly, but fine and sunny conditions. It's the Real Estate Podcast, across Australia, seven days a week. And we are back with Marie Kilroy from Biz Oxford Economics. So we have a falling property market, Marie, but despite the fall, even if home prices fall at the highest predictive range, they will still be 18 higher than they were three years ago. And I guess that's been the the power and the driving force of the overheated COVID market, right? Correct. We saw some markets record 40% growth during the two years of the pandemic, which was driven by interest rates falling, preference shifts, regional locations becoming more popular. The savings rate picked up as well. So these corrections that we're seeing now, whilst they are driven by uh, credit availability through the rising cash rate, this they're actually coming off of very, very hefty, lofty levels. We won't be wiping off all of the gains that we saw during the pandemic. And of course, uh, where it does get a little bit tricky is those people that bought at the absolute top price points of the market. They are unfortunately going to be losing real equity from their properties. But you are suggesting that the price correction downwards could be, could be, could be, could be short-lived. Well, we typically see that when interest rates stop rising, the market settles and then you start to see price growth about one to two quarters afterwards. Um, You don't actually need interest rates to start to fall. You just need wages, that that equation with real wages and interest rates to recalibrate. Yes, and some cities are expected to recover earlier than others. We were talking to Hayden Groves about this a couple of days ago. Now, paint a little bit of a picture what you think might happen with those cities recovering earlier. I definitely see Perth as the leader in the return to growth. It has a very affordable price point. It is more affordable than Adelaide. It should be the one that should start to see price growth return mid this year. 
And any other cities in the range? Darwin, you will see as well, and Adelaide. Not the east eastern seaboard. They're the most, in, well, Sydney especially is the most indebted capital city. Therefore, it's the most affected by credit-led correction, so by rising interest rates. So it will not be the one to be leading. It'll probably be in the middle pack. And the RBA's rate tightening cycle is expected to top out soon, well, we hope so, with the cash rate likely to peak at 4.1%, probably around, I think you're saying April, May, before holding steady. Now, there is potential for the RBA board to begin cutting the the cash rate again. I think some predictions around mid to late 2024, I mean, that's going to be fantastic welcome news for particularly these mortgage holders that bought at the top of the market. Correct. Well, you mentioned earlier that it's an uncertain time and we actually revised our cash rate forecast very recently. The latest comments from the um, statement on monetary policy from the Reserve Bank were more hawkish than expected. So we increased our cash rate peak to 4.1, but that was so that will also then push out the return to cuts in the cash rate, which we now don't expect to happen until late to mid-2024. When that happens, though, it is good news for homeowners and for people on mortgages, especially for those that bought at the peak of the cycle, definitely. And Marie, tell us about the property price growth because you're expecting to see some growth towards the end of this year, the end of 2023. Yes, this is a cycle that's a bit different from ones previously. We do not have oversupplies in any market. All markets are extremely tight and you can also see that in the rental market with vacancy rates near 1%. There's a, a good chance that we, yeah, we see prices stabilise once the interest rate stops rising and then the yeah, markets, especially Perth, will pick up first and then we expect price and housing turnover to pick up towards the end of this year. And what about the rental growth? Uh, where do you think that's going to be concentrated for 2023? We've got the return of overseas migration and especially international students. The start of the the university calendar with semester one is, is like a seasonal high point for overseas students. And the return of that is adding a lot of pressure to markets in the inner city of Sydney and Melbourne. And that's what we actually think will be the most pressure for rents over 2023. That just is a lot of demand in already tight markets from those overseas students that will exacerbate that rental. All right. Well, Marie, thank you so much for that. Always, as you said, lots to digest and you and the team there at Biz Oxford Economics no doubt have a a lot to wade through for 2023. And thanks for coming on to the Real Estate Breakfast this morning. Great. Thanks for having me. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. 